nailed it. We are we are good to go. Hello, everyone. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, uh, welcome to That D&D Podcast. I am your host for this evening, Zach, he, him pronouns, and uh, with me are some of the usual suspects. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves in Discord order, please. Should uh, I guess first? I'm first? No, I am. No, it's Adam. Okay. Uh, hi, yes, I'm Adam, uh, he, him as well, uh, one of the usual suspects. <laughs> Wait, I That's think it. I'm next there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, hi, I'm Jonathan. Uh, he, him pronouns. And um, I am the unusual suspect of the usual suspects. Mike. Oh, shit. That's me. <laughs> hi, I'm Mike. Um, I am an unusual suspect. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. Yeah, we're running on a fairly low crew tonight, and if you folks were tuning in for professionalism, you'd probably be watching Critical Role instead. So that's fine. Uh, <laughs> tonight we're going to be playing a game called, uh, I almost said Pathfinder, Palladium Fantasy RPG, specifically the second edition. Uh, it's a game that has a lot of nostalgia for me, and I'm not sure a ton of extra redeeming value beyond that. <laughs> we're going to find out. So, uh, our player characters are, um, well, our players are playing three characters. Uh, why don't we introduce those here real quick, starting with Adam again, and then we'll push forward into the opening scene. Yes, uh, so I will be playing, uh, Elamir. Uh, they are technically an elf, long bowman, uh, but given some of the stats I rolled, I'm kind of flavoring them as a half elf because they just aren't that <laughs> so that someone what really matters for elves um all right so sure i am playing stick unterschlung which is entirely the result of me going hey you could be a troll you could be a witch you could be a troll witch which is not um a type of sandwich in this setting. It is not. <laughs> it is not, but it is probably going to be a source of regret for me very quickly. So <laughs> once, we open our, once we open our tavern, that's going to be the first sandwich of the menu. Yeah, there you go. The troll, the troll witch. witch. Or trollich. Trollich. Yeah, there you go. It's got kale on it, whatever it is. Um, I'm playing uh, <laughs> Dr. Edwin Armstrong. Uh, the Mind Mage. It says here my ethnicity is human and my alignment is anarchist. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy the, the 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 pronunciation there. I speak human, elven, and wolven, and math. It's very important <laughs> to be conversant in math. Yeah. So yes, uh, these are our player characters. We're going to be uh, playing in the. Just generalized setting for the Palladium Fantasy RPG. And for those who are not uh, familiar, which I assume is functionally everyone on the planet, <laughs> uh, this is a, a fantasy setting not so unlike your D&Ds uh, and your Pathfinders. But um, it is somewhat old school in its vibe. Uh, so... It, it's it's got more Conan in its bloodline than 
like Forgotten Realms because it pre-exists the Forgotten Realms, I think. Uh, so yeah, uh, fantasy setting, not dark fantasy, but like old style fantasy, uh, specifically uh, witches and psychics are hated and or feared by the populace. So we'll see how that goes. Um, sure, it's fine. It'll be fine. Two thirds of the party. Two thirds of the party is fine. <laughs> Man, there's, okay, so I, nobody's gonna care that you're a psychic when Troll Boy rolls up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretending to be a healer. Yes, uh... I think that will serve you well, as long as you stand at least as long as you stand a minimum safe distance from to- Troll Boy. I think that's. We'll just leave the. <laughs> Troll will have to stay outside of town while we go in and uh, handle business. Mm-hmm. I'm so good at handling business. You are actually really good at handling business when handling business means punching people in half. But, uh, so, the setup for our story is this. Uh, our heroes, giant question mark, uh, have taken a job, assignment, quests, however you want to look at it, from one, uh, Conrad Vanifor, who's an individual we'll probably go into more detail about later. Did you say Conrad Werner? Conrad Vanifor. Vanifor. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mentally change that to be Conrad Werner. Great. Uh, <laughs> just change your whole mental image this person to be Conrad Werner. That's definitely not gonna fuck with what, what's about to happen. Um, and you have been tasked with, uh, helping to transport something some some set of fairly large bulky packages to a mountain village called soul spring uh and he has promised each of you something important to you which again details will work out later uh these packages have been magically warded to prevent them from being opened by anyone but the Intended recipient, uh, who is named Bertrand Ulick, and he is uh, stated by Conrad Vanifore to be a shopkeep in this town, in this this mountain village of Soul Spring that you are headed towards. Uh, Conrad somewhat cryptically has warned you of unseasonably cold weather. And that you probably are not going to want to... While the Soul Spring does have an inn, you're probably going to want to turn around and come home as quickly as possible after you make this drop. Is the package a bomb? Well, and like, did he say merchant, like he said there? Yes, he did. Um... Are there thoughts coming from the package? There are no... (laughs) There are no thoughts coming from the package. I'll give you that one for free. The next one's going to cost you inner strength points. Inner strength points. Don't I have like 500,000 of this? You have like a billion of them because you rolled incredibly well, yes. Okay. Um, So we'll open. Uh, You guys have been on... You and your pack animal... I'm picturing a mule of some kind. Have been walking this this trail up the mountain. It's not a it's not a that rough a trail. It's an old road, an old old road 
that at one point was fairly well cobbled uh, and now has fallen into some disrepair. You are it's switching back and forth up the mountain. It's not easy going, but it's not hard going. And you're all three fairly spry adventurers. It has not been a massive problem to this point. But towards the towards afternoon, uh, just a couple hours out of the what where you think Soul Spring ought to be, after having been on the road for several days, uh, it goes from the weather goes from a fairly nice sunny spring day to just almost like there is some sort of membrane you've passed through and now on this side it's snowy and windy and not fun to travel through uh i knew i should have taken immunity to cold you by the time we're done you're gonna wish you'd taken immunity to a lot of things so um (laughs) immunity to plot immunity to plot yes uh the road here has about like i said it happens all of a sudden the road here has Right at about an inch of snow on it, as does the rest of the surrounding area. There's no footprints in the snow. uh, And big snowflakes are continuing to fall with a fairly light breeze. But still, it's cold winter wind uh, whipping around through it. You are just a couple hours out of the... Like, maybe two hours walk up this trail from where you think Soul Spring ought to be. I'm assuming you continue moving forward unless you're like, no, fuck it, I'm out. It's snow. <laughs> Nobody said it would have to be cold. Actually, he did. <laughs> did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh... I, as a professional, I would like to push forward, complete the mission. Okay. Is one of you, like, leading the mule, I'm assuming? I mean, I assume that's Adam. It does... I. I know horsemanship is meant more for riding, but does that also count yeah. for leading pack animals? Yeah, I think okay, then yeah, yes. you should be able to make it work with that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I will be leading the mule. Okay. Um, so you continue on up this path. And the like I said, the road is not in great shape to begin with, but it's, it's passable. And the snow doesn't make it any easier, but you make relatively good time. It's not fun. Your, your boots are crunching through the snow. I'm assuming you're wearing boots. You are an elf. Are you barefoot? Definitely wearing shoes. I more, more soldier than elf. Okay, is our is our troll wearing foot gear as well? Yes, I don't like the cold. Okay, that's fair. But they have the claws sticking out because I I really like the image of like you're what are you eight feet tall? Yeah, like bundled up real hard, like one of my kids that came out of the <laughs> swimming pool in April. Right, <laughs> just they're all what the fuck wizards with this weather. It's fucking wizards, isn't it? You're it's definitely wizards. Um, yeah, you you continue on, um, and then, uh, Adam, your elf senses as you're coming around a bend in the in the pass. Or sort of around a clip. The the trail is leading sort of into a switchback, but the switchback has sort of a high wall on one side, right? Um, you catch on the breeze two smells that you immediately recognize. One of them is blood. 
And the other one is wolves. Does the blood think you anything? <laughs> Jeez. The blood is not <laughs> currently sentient. So, sapient, sentient. I can never remember, tell if I'm using those two words correctly. <laughs> I, think is it, it I think it's sentient. Um, I think. I don't know. Not like the first time I'd mispronounce something. I need to start using actual names. Uh, thick. Which is going to be an amazing piece of radio. <laughs> thick. Your name is you, Thick. You did that. You have yourself to blame. <laughs> thick. Uh, the voice in the back of your head um, doesn't say anything. But so you have sort of a relationship with them, where with them, where uh, they're not real strong yet. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like back before I, my family, got cable TV and we were trying to watch TV on the antenna. And like sometimes they come in loud and clear and sometimes you just can't get them at all, right? Yep. And sometimes there's like a static with intention behind it almost, right? <laughs> That's what you're getting now is that static with intention behind it. So... What it feels like is this is probably the point where I should be making a rent payment, right? Yeah, probably. Do we want to explain for the listeners that witches kind of like D&D warlocks have a patron? Yes. So uh, the in Palladium books, in Palladium Fantasy, uh, witches have a demonic patron, although we're sort of bending that a little bit for Jonathan's character. Um, and they grant the witch power. Uh, in, in Thick Underslung's uh, case, they are basically making what was already a pretty badass troll into basically a superhero slash villain. Um, in that they're granting physical abilities that make Thick super strong and super tough and these things. Also, mm. uh, In return, these granting patrons will be asking things of thick throughout our tale here uh, sometimes what those things are will be clear sometimes they will not so in this case they are not but whatever it is is pretty excited about what's going on here uh, almost as though they're like poking thick in the back of its back of his soul telling him to pay attention um so yeah, that's what's happening. You don't hear anything. The wind is still sort of wafting in a breeze state. The snow is still falling. Everything's a little extra quiet maybe because of the snow. But you don't hear the sounds of battle or anything like that up from up ahead. Um, I will call attention to the fact that there's been blood spilled ahead. And possibly something woven in nature woven oh good a chance to use my healing abilities because i am a <laughs> healer also you speak wolven you're perfectly suited to this scenario oh you said wolves i thought you i thought you said wolves I, I did okay i did say wolves i i yeah i smelled wolves but i'm assuming wolvens also smell like wolves you smell a lot of wolves i guess like, do you frequently smell wolves? Is that like... I I probably fought them in the past. Preferred like pastime. I, wolf smeller. That's a weird place. Excuse me. 
Like, isn't the elven answer just, you all smell like dogs to me? <laughs> we should bathe more often. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing that's to tell true. a seven-foot-tall wolf person. Um, <laughs> Listen, elves are a dying race. It's for true. It's <laughs> true. They're not. Yeah. But they're a dying race because they just cannot keep their sass in check. Just millennia of <laughs> terrible interpersonal communication decisions. Uh, so, yeah. Um, as you... I'm sorry you're offended. <laughs> All right. Hang on. I got a whole bunch of spells. And I'm trying to remember what they do real quick. Sure. If you would like to um, use... Because I very clearly did not include what they did on the character sheet. No. So I just have to look them up. Um, looking uh, over your okay, character sheet real quick. Not close enough. Um... I think I think there's a there's a spell here that you're gonna hate me for. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about clairvoyance. Let's talk about clairvoyance. Do you remember when I said that you were taking all of the you had been drawn like like a a moth to a bug zapper, like a munchkin, yeah, like a munchkin to the flame, uh, to all of the all of the powers that are usually are pointed to as like these are campaign enders in Palladium games. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, but but remember, I'm selfish. It's so true. <laughs> I'm hoping that it'll just make it more fun. So yeah, what you can do uh, now, it takes a little bit of time. If you want to stop here and sort of enter a clairvoyant trance, you can. It's just going to take a long ass time. It takes uh, so the duration is six d six melee rounds. Melee rounds are fifteen seconds long. Okay. So you're looking at anywhere from a minute and a half to doing the math in my head, nine minutes worth of standing in the open on the side of the, the road here. Okay. Sure, it'll be fine. Or you could just have the troll carry you while you're in your fugue state. <laughs> <laughs> or we can send a scout ahead and I can keep in contact with him tele- telepathically. Do we know anyone who's sneaky? It's possible. I really like that you've created the Decker. Of the of the fantasy game, Mike. <laughs> it's, it's vitally important to have a decker in every party. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to live to tell the tale. I'll be back here using telepathy. <laughs> Wait, isn't that prowl? Yes, it is prowl. prowl. Yeah, I, I I do have some training and how to move stealthily. Although if they have elves with them, they probably already smelled us. True. Okay, this is fascinating, but I think I'm supposed to be in there and ripping things apart if they're screwing with women and children. So... <laughs> the troll's not waiting. <laughs> I'm, like, being sneaky about it, but that's just basically hunching a bit, I think. I don't do know you have... Do you have tall are troll. you trained in prowl? <laughs> I am. Great. Can you just, like, hover an inch off the ground and move stealthily that way? <laughs> I feel like I don't like flying. Well, that's why you're only like, an inch off the ground. Like, you're just... Yeah, it's kind of annoying. I'm just like, whatever. Isn't your speed like three, though? Yeah. Yes. You move very slowly. That's why he, they're just constantly prowling. Okay. Just... <laughs> they just never in move the, fast. In the hunch sneak with the arms up in the like yeah. curved position, like constantly. Prowling. Oh, yeah. The most inconspicuous troll witch you've ever seen. I bet it's like the very exaggerated tiptoe from uh-huh. the early cartoons. Yeah. Like uh, the sound effects. Yeah. So it, well, now you're describing Thick Underslung as like a Scooby Doo villain. 
right? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. This is a mask. I'm thinking the Grinch, but all right. Exactly. It's just actually like five gnomes in a trench coat. Honestly, I'm pretty sure that the Grinch was a troll too, so this fits. Excellent. We need to find something red so I can kill it and make a coat out of it. Yeah, um, if, you're, if you're trying, if you're well, it might have just stain it in the bloods of your enemies. Uh, so if you're, if you're trying that's to sneak true. forward, that's um, fine. Uh, get, yeah. I'll take prowl. So I guess I am. I will be hovering because it's kind of important. I get up there fairly soon in case somebody needs saving or something. Okay. Or, or at least so I know who to avenge. Um. Okay. You said you would like a prowl. Yes, check. if you are attempting to move forward unnoticed, a uh, prowl check is the prowl. What Nailed it. Okay. So Can we... I? Yeah. I, I'm gonna connect to the troll telepathically while it continues forward. Okay. Yep. Mark down your ISP, and as long as the troll's okay with that, there's no saves involved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So here's what you see. Uh, you are sort of floating above and the trail goes through a cut in the rock uh, and then sort of, which has enough of a vertical slice that you can get through it, right? And then on the other side, uh, the landscape opens up a little bit uh, and you, what you see is a number of bodies on the ground Uh a large area of snow that has turned pretty red um, and a a group of five uh, wolves is a way to describe them uh, although uh, they're pretty impressive wolves and they are somewhat hard to see because their coats, other than the part where they are covered in blood, um, <laughs> are shock white against white snow. And they probably stand... Well, they they are larger than the bodies they're standing over. Let's say that. Thank goodness they got blood all over them from killing people, although I'd never see them. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, other two... Uh, two, two, more thi- say... two more things also happen. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted to say the most palladium sentence ever. No, go ahead, please. Hear me, hear me. No, 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 no. It's now funnier if you just go ahead and tell me the other two things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other two things you notice: uh, the the buzzing at the back of your head is growing stronger, and um, the wolves have not seen you, but because of your connection to the the voices in your head. Uh, you get, there's the immediate impression that like, there's another sort of wave of static from the direction of the ground that does not seem friendly to you, but does not seem overtly hostile to you either. Mm. Okay. Was that the second thing or the second? And the that was the second thing. thing. Those are both, those are the two things. Okay. Oh, yeah, I thought you said there was two more things. Those were the two. I apologize if I have misnumbered them. Those were the two things. Okay. Now, the Palladium S sentence I wanted to say is, can I roll breed dogs to find out what kind of wolves they are as they're vaguely related? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Look at me. Oh, I fail. Yeah, you have not encountered these. Uh, you think that they would probably be fairly valuable as breeding stock if you could, you know, <laughs> manage to corral them and, and return them. Uh, okay. Then my other thought was, does it look like any of them are mommy wolves and I'm supposed to protect them or something? <laughs> no. No. It does not. Uh... All right. I guess I think real hard to the the smaller voice in my head. Okay. The, well, the one that you can actually like understand when it talks. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I've been listening in the whole time. I tell you. All right. So pass that on, and then I think I'm going to try and kill some wolves. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I think about killing wolves and trying to listen to the other static in my head. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, which static? The your your recognizable stack the mm-hmm. the one you're used to doesn't really have any input there uh the one you're not used to yeah sort of flares in volume a little bit and the wolves turn their heads towards you oh no All luckily right. they're wolves and probably lacked effective ranged attacks so I mean, I am pretty dumb, but I now float up off the ground like 10 feet. Yep. <laughs> right? They're pretty tall. 20 feet. <laughs> um, yeah, so they all start to... They sort of come towards you and circle you under you on the ground. Um, they're not, like, leaping or gnashing. They look fairly... Well-behaved? Yeah, like, civilized. Like what? They're not, like, actively aggressive. I mean, granted, like... Most of them have literally blood dripping down their jaws and like <laughs> rolling down their coats. A couple of them look like they've actually taken some injuries, um, but they don't look immediately hostile to you, even though they're currently like hanging out below you as though waiting for you to fall. Are they within 60 feet of him? Of me. Probably not, unless you've walked forward a ways. Like, if you started, if I, you've. I... I walk forward a ways. Okay. Yeah, I assume we're both going to start moving towards. Yeah. Okay. Jonathan. Yeah. Then also, yeah, if you did, if you make it through the the cut in the rock that I described earlier, uh, you're within sixty feet of them. All right, go through the cut in the rock. Can I tap into them telepathically through seeing? Uh, through. Um, Thrognar, sorry, thick Unterslung's <laughs> mind. <laughs> Can you tap into them telepathically? Yeah, can I listen to their thoughts? Well, here's the deal. Listening to animals' thoughts is a different power. Do you have commune with animals? Ooh. Oh, they're, they're wolf-wolves? They're not wolven? They're not wolven. They're wolf-wolves. Oh. So just a heads up, wolven don't usually eat people. Could they say? Well, yeah. Well, Okay. Do I do I detect any other brains? Like, while I'm tapped into thick undersung, can I tell that the buzzing didn't like the ground stuff? And could I try to read that thing's mind? You might be catching some of that. Um, I'm happy to roll several dice. <laughs> I just think it's funny that Mike keeps continually trying to touch the electrical thing. <laughs> Yeah, this sounds cool. I wanna, I wanna. <laughs> it's like, 
Huh, I know a little bit about power. What if I were to grab the power of the gods? <laughs> um, I don't think... Uh... Yeah, you can go toward, but there's, if you sort of start rooting around in there, what you're going to get is sort of that same vague feeling, um, and then like a, a sensation of its attention being turned towards you. Um, and at that, at that point, uh, thick, all of the wolves heads turn towards the, the cut that you came through. Oh, oh, interesting. I stand behind the, uh, the elf. okay the wolves are looking at you they're about let's say 50 feet away 45 50 feet away um all still standing in a ring under thick um and they sort of look at you again with muzzles and jaws covered in blood uh but they are looking at you in a way that doesn't immediately feel hostile did did I I'm sorry if I missed it, but did uh Thick ever identify the source of the blood? Uh there were several bodies. I think that's as far as we got there. There were several bodies in the past. And now that he they have height, is it easier to see what those bodies are? Probably. Alright, fine. What are they? Alright. So what you see is three bodies on the ground. Uh two of them well one of them is uh well, I mean, first things first. Are they small bodies or are they really small bodies? They are small. These Compared are the for you, they're small bodies. They're, <laughs> uh, two of them are roughly adult human-sized, and the other one is a little bit bigger, maybe? All right. Uh, wait, is one of them obviously... Well, no, they don't have... It's mothers and children. Sorry, checking my notes here. <laughs> okay, carry on. <laughs> yeah, elves, or, ro- trolls actually reproduce via budding, so you wouldn't know anything about that. Um, yeah, it's like, it's one of them a woman? I don't care if they're a woman. I only care if they have a kid. <laughs> the, uh, there is... The most legalistic good do-gooder ever. Um, yeah, so no, one of them is wearing, or was wearing, some form of armor, it looks like. Uh Another one's one was the idea of basically going through and and thick doing like wick check. Yes, people. Exactly. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're starving. You're you're just a dude. Yeah. You can't be a sorry. Mother. And you you don't have any kids, so starve away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. It's Carry okay. on. So uh, yeah, one of the, one of these uh, one of these bodies is bigger is sort of thicker than the other two. Um, there might be some weaponry strewn across the floor or strewn across the snow nearby. Uh, another one just is a what's left of a person in a coat, and then the third one is sort of the larger one. Um, they're dressed in some kind of like gown, wispy something. Uh, it's hard to tell from this this height. Um, but they, unlike the other two, still seem to have a face. So, wait, did someone snack on them? On that one? No, I just yeah, it was a general question. Oh, okay, yes, okay, yes. So that's what you see up there from sort of the height you're at. All right, you know, I never established what languages that actually speaks. I, I'm not going to worry about it right now. I'm going right. to assu- nope. assume you speak the correct okay. language to to, to enter. One, I have two. 
So like one's probably troll, one's probably I have no idea. Is there a common? Not really, but for the purposes of this exercise, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Um. But yeah, I, I kind of do that again. The top reader thing. All right, I'm gonna come down there, and you're all gonna be good boys, and not like jump on me and stuff. I don't really care about you. I just kind of quietly talk, you know, in that kind of calm level tone while I float down to look at the bodies closer. Okay. So as you float down, um, a couple of things happen. One, the wolves immediately sort of reacquire you as the thing they're paying attention to. (laughs) Um, And uh, most of them sort of move to the sides to let you get down. Two of them, however, go over and literally straddle the body of the individual in the gown. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.